Hi, and welcome to Gathered Courage Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Smith, and here at Gathered Courage, it is my aim to help you live an everyday courageous life. I like to remind my friends around here that no matter what you're going through, God is equipping you to get through it. It's true, my friends. I've lived through that. The Bible tells us so. And I get to interview some amazing people that are daily living that out. Today is no different. Today on the podcast, I interview my very good friend, Micah Balch. And I am the luckiest girl in the world because Micah and I get to live life together in person. Her husband, Cody, is the lead pastor at Good News Church, where I am the director of women and children. And she's just such a good friend. She's an amazing woman, amazing mother, amazing wife. And she just wholeheartedly follows after Jesus. I truly am so lucky to get to live life with her on the daily. And I cannot wait for you to hear what she has to say about gathering her courage to live out what she feels God is calling her to. So let's get to it. Here's my interview with Micah Balch. Micah, welcome to Gathered Courage Podcast. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Carrie, for having me. It is such an honor to be oh, on your show. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Um, friends listening in, Micah and I go way back. <laughs> in fact, one of my favorite memories of Micah and I happens to be at the church camp where we both went to and grew up going to. I think we were both in like seventh-ish grade and we were on kitchen staff at church camp. Do you remember oh, that yeah. year? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. So much fun. So many good memories. It was the just, best. Yeah, just the best. I feel like I still like have these associations of church camp when I smell chlorine <laughs> from cleaning the dishes. Can't get it off your hands. Yes. Yes. All week long, the beautiful smell of chlorine on your fingers. Yay. <laughs> well, we go way back and we had so much fun there. You know, during high school, we didn't go to the same high school, but again, youth events in our area, we hung out, ended up going to the same college. And then one day, Micah contacts me on Facebook and says, Hey, Cody and I are moving to the Columbus area to start a church. I would love to reconnect with you. We're both mamas now. Let's reconnect and just, um, you know, share life together. And I was all in. I was so excited for that. Little did we know that that conversation <laughs> would begin this journey of bringing you and I back together, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yes. It's a crazy, I mean, God's crazy in how he works, but it is awesome that we've been in each other's lives that long just to kind of go down memory lane. And It is so true. And even so we went to a small Christian college. We were in the same social club. Yeah. I would say we weren't super like close and tight, though we were all friends with the same people. Um, yeah. But it was God just has never parted our paths too far away from each other. And it's just it so neat cool. to see how he works. It is. It's awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You have been such an amazing friend to me and an inspiration in my life. So let's let the audience get to know you a little bit more. Tell us about you, Micah. What do you want us to know? Um, Kind of that big picture. Yeah, I am a, well, I am a Jesus follower. I've been following him for um, 22, almost 23 years. It'll be 23 years on the 9th of February. So cool. I think that's important for me. It's always been important to kind of like, you know, stake a claim where, where, when that has happened, you know, that's, that's an anniversary for me. Yeah. Um, that has really kind of shaped my entire life really. I mean, you know, I was, I came to Christ when I was like 13 and Mm. to be honest, probably had no idea what I was doing at the time. I knew I wanted to, I knew I wanted to go to heaven and I knew that I wanted to follow him. I did not know what that really looked like. Um, Sure. And it's been a kind of a beautiful story unfolding, but um, I am uh, a wife to Cody and we have been married for 11 years and he is by far my better half. <laughs> and, um, well, I don't know that I'd say he, we complement each other so well. So it's, I, I, I was just going to interrupt you and say that. Yes. yes. I don't know about better halves, but you guys <laughs> as a team are a dynamic duo. I, yeah. Yeah. Yes. We were made for each other. So, um, mm-hmm. he's awesome and I love him very much. I am just so beyond privileged to be a mom to Mm. our, um, four kids. I can't believe, I still can't believe I'm saying four children. (laughs) (laughs) Again, that was one of God's ideas. Um, but they're all awesome. We have, um, eight-year-old twins, JL and Ruth and Esther, who is three, she will be four next week. And then Jude, who just turned two. So we're super busy. Um, (laughs) these are the most important, ministries in my life. I firmly Mm. believe that Cody first and then my kids. Um, another thing about me, um, the body of Christ is super important to me, um, Mm. and to Cody both so much so that we did, we planted a church in Mm. 2014. Um, I currently volunteer there mainly in, um, leading worship for both kids and adults. Yeah. So I love to do that. It's important. And, um, I really enjoy that. Um, I love to see people deepen their relationship with God. I really Mm -hmm. like walking, um, with people through hard things. I really, uh, that's kind of weird, but I enjoy that. (laughs) Um, I you're good at it too, Micah. You are so good at it. Yes. It's it's, it's a weird gift. (laughs) (laughs) It it is. It is a gift for sure. Um, I am by degree, I am a teacher. So I have my degree in teaching and I did that for a little bit full time. Um, but I love to teach, still love to teach. Um, I'm not in that full time, but I, I enjoy different methods of doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. I love books, anything that has to do with reading. I love music, anything that has to do with music, singing, dancing. Um, I love working out really hard. Um, I love, to yeah, music, big, big yes. Zumba fans, Micah and I are both big Zumba fans. <laughs> Absolutely, you get my dance on and work hard, and I love that. Um, I love anything involving food, cooking, eating, <laughs> um, all of it. Like Carrie knows, I am an equal opportunity eater, so I I don't have many things that I'm picky about. 
I just love it all. Enjoy it all. Um, (laughs) I love like some of my favorite moments are just being around a table with people. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, could be my own family or, you know, friends, close, close friends or other family. I just love that. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of different things that I love to do. I love spending time with Cody and our kids. Um, mm. I am a bit of a homebody. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love a good stable routine. That's kind of who I am. I am on the Enneagram. I am a one wing nine and I am yes. pretty much a classic one wing nine. <laughs> when, you look yeah. up, when you look up the description, it's like, yep, that's Micah. That's who she is. <laughs> so, I love it. I love yeah. It. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for describing those things. Um, I often take for granted some of my guests who, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time and I'm, you know, excited to get to the topic of gathered courage and things like that. But I want them to know all the beautiful things about you too. So thank you for sharing those things and from your own mouth is, is super important. So thank you for that. Let's head into some of the gathered courage, uh, topics here. And before we get into some of the personal questions that I'd like you to share with our audience, let's talk some generalities. Micah, when you think of courage, what do you think makes a person courageous or or what's that definition of courage to you? Yeah. When I was thinking about this, I was like, gosh, there's a gazillion different directions that I feel like I could go in and are all about equally true. So Mm -hmm. I really had to like, okay, what would I think the crux is? So yeah, here's what I think the the crux is for me. When I think about somebody who's courageous or Mm -hmm. um, is stepping into courage, I think it's someone um, walking a path that's either their choice or not their choice. Mm. And it could be unknown. It could be scary, possibly dangerous or Mm -hmm. difficult, just challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. knowing that the outcome could potentially cause some level of suffering. So um, that's, good. that's good. You know, yeah, I really, go I really, I really had to think through like, man, like, um, you know, when I look back at like scripture, what does God say about courage? And mm, I yeah. thought it was interesting that, you know, the times where courage is mentioned, it's almost equative that God says, do not be afraid in conjunction with it. Yes. Yep. So like, which was really just like, I know it sounds kind of obvious, but it's like, I think there has to be some elements to fear uh, or some element of fear or otherwise it, I don't know that it would be courage. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I love that you said that the the ending piece of that, which was, you know, you can, this is, could be a path you chose or didn't, right? Both are equally valuable, but there's always something that will be um, sacrificed in the end. You know, it's like, yeah. cause you just don't know what that end result is. Um, so yeah. there's some kind of sacrifice and maybe it turns out to be great and awesome, but the journey was sacrificial or maybe in the end it is a, a failure in the world's eyes. And so that's a sac- that's sacrificial. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking like, you know, I think 
everybody's sacrifice is at different levels too. Yes. You know, it's not, yes. yep. it's not always major, major things that we say, you know, we Good look point. at and we say, oh man, that person is so courageous. It, right. it can be very intimate things that only you know. Yes, <laughs> very true. You're having to step into courage. Yes. It doesn't look that crazy, but yes. Um, but I think at some level, mm-hmm. you know, there is a sacrifice yep. or or yep. some kind of suffering involved. So yes, yes, and that's so true because on the podcast, I'm trying to find, um, you know, I want to share the stories of like the big bold moves, like the the ones where we look at someone and go, oh my gosh, that's crazy! I would never do that. But then there is such beauty in the courage of just waking up every morning and yeah. getting out of that bed and, you know, taking that next little step. Like yep. there is Absolutely. such beauty in that and can be some suffering in that depend, you know, depending on how that person's doing or what's going on in life. So absolutely. Sure. So then if you look around you right now, what's a, uh, a p- kind of a personal in your life? I've seen courage in this lately. I think courage is everywhere, yeah. but I definitely have a few very specific things that have spoken to me lately. Yeah. And I I will tell you they actually are things that they're the paths that people are walking that are not their choices. Mm. I'll just put it that way. That they're okay. They've been put into this situation and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now I'm Mm -hmm. going to courageously, since I've been given this, Mm -hmm. I'm going to courageously walk and navigate this situation. So I think of several friends of mine who are walking through cancer currently Mm -hmm. and um, one very close friend, as you know, um, and she has three young kids Mm -hmm. and... um, a very close friend of mine and you know just to wa- watch her go through all of that you know the mm-hmm. from the getting the news to currently she's just in the middle of chemo all of her chemo treatments and kind mm-hmm. of what that does sure. and i think you know, even she was talking about it yesterday she left me marco polo and it was you know i her her wording was that she really felt the need to be strong in Mm. the midst of days where she does not want to be strong, you know, that she doesn't feel strong. Yes. And the courage that it would take to, to not just kind of give up in your mind or Mm. be, be, you know, self-pitying or, you know, to really, to really live through that mm-hmm. as much as you can. And I know, you know, my mom's been through that journey and I watched her do that. And, you know, doctors tell you, try to yeah. live your life, you know, yeah. um, as much as you can. Yeah. But I think when you have young kids, especially, mm-hmm. you know, to have them watch you go through that. And yeah. it's definitely an opportunity for yeah. sure for her to yeah. put God on display, Yeah, you know, through that. But uh, that is so courageous to mm-hmm. to have to walk that. Another mm-hmm. example of it is again another person that did not ask for this, but it's a it's mm-hmm. a couple from church that you know these people as well. Carrie and I know a lot of the same people, so um, you know these people too. But 
they have a daughter who has a a perilous uh, yeah. disease that is yeah. is going to probably take her life and yeah. um and the opportunity to to sit in on their small group yeah. this past week and man like what an inspiration that couple yes. is yes their whole attitude about it and and the the joy. I mean, I know that sounds so weird, but like, I just looked at Cody afterwards and I was like, dang, like they, they get it and they're living like they, (laughs) I didn't know how to even verbalize what I was putting, you know, what I was feeling other than just like, wow, that their whole attitude and, and the courage that it takes to, again, continue to live your life, continue to draw yep. near to God, to yep. invest in community, to use her story yes. for other people, which I yes. think that they do pretty often. Yes. Yep. And, sure um, yeah, you know, and, and they love her so well, you know, yeah. right now, but yeah, I just think those kinds of things are, that's what's like super mm. courageous to me. Like just yes. these really intense, Yes. things that people walk through yeah. that um, they, they honestly, they just surrender it. They just say, this yes. is my plate. This is what it is. And right. we're going to, we're going to navigate it as, you know, peacefully as mm. we can. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, those are oh. the things that are standing out to me right now. Oh. Thank you for sharing those two examples. And I could not agree with you more. Those, uh, those examples, both our, our friend and, and the couple that you referred to, they're, we, they're not going to do it perfectly, but they are so focused on trying to do it the best they can through the strength of God. And I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sharing those. Let's head into a little bit more of the specifics of why I asked you to be on the show. Uh, <laughs> not only not only are you just such a good friend to me, and yeah. when Micah says that she likes walking through hard things with people, I'm one of those people that she has walked through a hard thing with. So she is not kidding. I am a living, breathing example. She is gifted in that, and she runs with that gift. She doesn't shy away from it. It is amazing. <laughs> So I have just seen you help me navigate life, navigate your own life, and you support this crazy husband who said, hey, let's be in a church when you like, we're literally just pregnant with twins, you know, and then then you move to a new city and then you have another amazing little girl and then you think, okay, let's head into life and get these kids raised. And God says, nope, here's Jude, this precious little boy. Um, All the while supporting your husband and Micah having some amazing gifts of your own that at the time of, you know, having kids and and doing all that you're doing to support your husband have had to be, you know, stewarded in a very specific way. And I just, I I can't say you've done it perfectly because, you know, no one does anything perfectly, but it has inspired me. So (laughs) let's get into that a little bit. Um, As you, you know, have these gifts and, and you never 
stopped using them, but how, how have you been able to continue to use them to courageously walk through this life using your gifts for God, even in the midst of, you know, uh, difficult times or not even difficult, just life in general? How would you say you've navigated that or what has helped you navigate that? Who, um, <laughs> I mean, it was funny when you asked me on your podcast, cause I, you know, I know this is what you're talking about right now with people. And I was like, man, I, I, I don't know that I feel like I've been very courageous <laughs> in this season of life. Um, yeah. I do think that for me, this particular season of mothering young children has obviously kind of tempered some of, um, I don't know if it's tempered my gift sets, it's tempered me being able to kind of just uh, jump at it and just go at it like I'm killing sticks, which honestly, I think I probably would do if I didn't have a little bit of those reins, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, and I do think there's been so much transformation for me through mothering, through Mm. being a mom and through having young kids that I have so, so needed. I think, you know, right now, I think it's been kind of a, and really since the twins came along, it's just been kind of a day at a time. You know, what, what's the need today in terms of my own giftedness? And, you know, sometimes that is, um, you know, I, I, like I said earlier, I firmly, firmly believe that my biggest ministries are my husband and my kids. And my, I have a, um, beautiful mother and a beautiful example in her. And I did grow up in a pastor's home. So I'm a crazy woman and I married a pastor. And you know, you can take it for what it is. I, I don't know how messed up I am, but probably a lot, but I don't know. But my mom, my mom once told me, and it was just such good advice that, you know, I didn't need to worry about this one and that one and, you know, get, get worried about the, the nitty gritty kind of details when you're involved with church work that sometimes you Mm -hmm. can get kind of worried about. Mm. She said, your, your biggest job is to be a support for him when he comes home Mm. and Mm. to make that stable and solid for him. Yeah. And, and my mother, you know, she's married to, my dad is, um, another extremely strong leader and a strong man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that those real strong, independent thinking guys who are married to strong, independent thinking women, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) they also need that kind of stability when they come home, they walk Mm -hmm. through the door. They know that, you know, something that I told Cody and, and continue to tell him all the time, I'm not going anywhere. You know, that's kind of like one yeah. of our catchphrases is yeah. if we go through a bumpy road, if we're going through a time, it's, I'm not going anywhere. So, Beautiful. you know, I think for me, um, 
yeah, I have some, I have some, what you would call like, I don't know, church role gifts, quote mm-hmm. unquote, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I'll talk about here in a minute, but like, yeah. I feel extremely um, privileged. I, I'm the only one who gets to do that. I'm the only person who gets to see the very intimate workings and um, thought life and, you know, what's really going on with my man. And, and I pause for just a second. That is so, I love that. That is beautiful. You are the only one that gets to do that. That is so, so true. And I, I think people need to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, Carrie knows this, but I'll, I'll tell the the listeners this. I mean, Cody and I are both redheads. So like, (laughs) it's like fire in my house a lot. Like I'm not one of those, like, just, I'm going to sit up, you know, sit and shut up and you can have your way all the time. That is not how we roll. Like, Uh, yep. That's just not our house. (laughs) Carrie has seen some of that in action a little (laughs) bit, but, um, but I want him to know, even in disagreement, even in times when, you know, there's tension or, you know, difficulty at good news that this is a soft place to land. I'm not going, I love him no matter what happens, you know, if it crumbles tomorrow, it it, it doesn't matter. Um, as far as my love goes for him. And I feel similarly yeah. with my kids. I think I have had good people in my life that have really helped me grasp the fact that, again, I'm the only one. I was chosen, you know, I I get to be JL and Ruth and Esther and Jude's mom yeah. and what that yeah. means for them. And I'm specifically designed for them. I really believe that. Yes. That my personality and my giftedness Mm. is going to speak into their lives in ways that Mm. they need it. And I just pray that God fills in all the other gaps because he knows there are lots. But, you know, I think that that is so very important. And Mm. to be honest, that has taken some courage, Carrie, because it, it, when the twins were born, I was, I lost my mind, but I was scared Mm. to death. I mean, I was just scared Mm. to death to walk into Mm. not have having any children to all of a sudden having two uh, preemies to take care of. Right. Oh, I bet that was terrifying. um, Yeah. Terrifying. Oh, it was terrifying. And and I didn't have family support. We, at the time we lived in the, in Michigan. And so it's not Mm. that I didn't have family support. My family lived some time away. Right. And um, they just weren't a phone call away where they could just, you know, hop up the road and and come if I needed something really quickly. So I got Mm -hmm. used to asking for help. I got um, Mm. really, yeah, I mean, I depended on other people um, to to help me. But I think some of that, that parenting piece is like, and even now, um, you know, Jude came along and that was a huge, <laughs> huge shock to us. Mm. We were just not yeah. um, planning to do mm. that. Mm-hmm. And for so long, I was just so angry about it, mm. really. I, oh. I, I threw a bit of a temper tantrum during those 
months leading up to his birth. <laughs> yeah. Micah, thank you for your vulnerability in that, because I think that sometimes there's this like, oh, we can't say we were surprised or angry about our precious children. Like, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. can feel that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that has taken some courage. It's mm-hmm. so weird. My mom, like, I think it was right around the time I found out I was pregnant for him. She got me this magnet. Mm-hmm. Which I don't collect magnets or anything. It was just like a random gift. But yeah. on it, it said, be strong. And it was just like God was saying, yeah. buckle up, buttercup. Yeah. Like, it's, wow. you know, it's it's coming. And I think so often my courage looks kind of like, you know, the toddler that's kind of kicking and screaming <laughs> along yeah. the way. And yeah. finally, I'm like, fine. I'll, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I'll, I'll succumb. But yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that has taken some courage. It's taken some courage to kind of, um, you know, step back from some of the things that I feel like I could full force yeah. go into the world with and, right. and want to use. But um, I, again, the, the overarching mm. thing for me has just been stay put and, Mm. and invest in the Mm. people that are under your roof, um, for this time. Not that that ever goes away, but. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. They're going to be in our, under our hearts forever. So yeah. But in this time specifically, (laughs) for sure. Do you think, so as you're going through and, you know, the surprise, uh, the surprise of sweet baby Jude and, and all that went with that, what kind of helped you then get over that tamper temper tantrum a little bit? Like if you could pinpoint some (laughs) some courageous things that you had to either reframe in your mind or steps you took or conversations you had, can you pinpoint anything specific that really helped you through that? The grace of people allowing me to be in that space. I mean, Mm. you were one of those people that saw me kind of experience that. My husband's another one. Um, I, I think that's important in some Mm -hmm. regard that you Mm -hmm. have people in your life who know the ugly and are gonna, Mm -hmm. um, walk with you through that. Um, you know, I don't know that I really got my mind around it until close to probably his birth. Mm-hmm. And even then I had a real, he was actually my hardest postpartum. He was a really big baby. Yes. And, oh, um, God. that was another, oh, my gosh. another shock. Um, uh-huh. cause all our girls were so tiny, but yes. I think it wasn't. And probably until he was, you know, I was past that time mm-hmm. where things kind of eased up a little bit mm-hmm. where it was almost like, and I know this wasn't probably what God was doing, but I felt like it's like, mm. now see, he's great. And I mean, mm. he was. He is like the coolest kid. He is. And so purposed, yep. you know, obviously yep. purposed. And I knew that. And those were things that I did have to tell right. myself, like, right. this is on, and I knew it was on purpose. I mean, right. it was so blatantly on purpose, it's not even yeah. funny. And I've got oh, stories to back it. Yes. It was like, if you know the whole story and you know the detailing of the story, it's like, God wanted Jude on this 
earth. He sure And nothing was going to stop it. I mean, there were several times that I, during the pregnancy that I felt like um, the pregnancy was in jeopardy for different reasons and Mm -hmm. nothing was going to stop it. It was just the coolest thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I think that for me, I had to surrender that, you know, and, and it was a lot of conversations. It was Mm -hmm. people asking me how I am. Um, you know, I, I know you, you're part of the bloom community too, Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. women in church planting and their, um, bloom cares team reached out to me at a certain point. Cause I think they knew I was (laughs) struggling a little bit and I just had a great conversation with somebody and really I just needed somebody to I think listen yeah um yeah to what I what I was going through but again I think it's that that grace from people that really um as an Enneagram one you're just hard on yourself you know Mm -hmm. you you know the right you know Mm -hmm. the right answers I knew all the right answers and I think Mm -hmm. I just needed somebody to yeah just listen yeah be okay with that you know yeah it's okay for you to vent and yeah. be in a weird place and lots of prayer, you know, obviously yeah. lots and lots of prayer, but yes. Um, yes. you know, in different, obviously different scriptures. Gosh, I feel mm-hmm. like we were going through different Bible studies at the time. That was very helpful. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything specific right now, but I know that there were things mm-hmm. along the path that really mm-hmm. helped me, like you said, change my mindset. Yeah. Change my paradigm on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's so good. Thank you for sharing those. I think sometimes we want courage to be like this big monumentous thing, but really what you're saying is just, you just leaned in, you leaned mm-hmm. into the people that you knew loved you and supported you and you leaned in to your faith. And that is super courageous. Um, when we do that, God loves when we do that. And he knows that it would be much easier for us to do the opposite. And so I think he (laughs) honors that courage in us for sure. Yeah. That's so good. Let's stick with this idea of, of, um, motherhood, motherhood, excuse me, and courage. And let me ask you this. So if you could pinpoint how motherhood has made it easier for you to, to follow Jesus. Um, what would you, what would you say to that? How has motherhood made it easier for you to follow Jesus? I love this question because I think it's no matter who you are, if you're a mom, if you're a business person, it doesn't really matter, but like, Mm. you know, that relationship goes with you everywhere. And it certainly, um, has gone with me through motherhood and has taught me so much. And I think that's one of the, one of the things that I would say about it, um, in terms of it being easy is that my kids, there's this relationship between Mm -hmm. me and my children that I feel like God needed me to understand Mm. that equated equated my relationship to him. Yeah. And it and and I know that it's so much m- more intense right him to me. Right. And you know, when you think about those of you who have children, you I mean, 
you love them so much. I mean, they're, it's just like you would do anything for their happiness. You would do anything for them to grow, to succeed. Um, and at the same time, they drive you nuts, (laughs) you know, at the same time, like you got to kick them in the seat of their pants. And I think, yes, yes. You know, this, this kind of thing has taught me, has really taught me a lot about my relationship with him, about mm-hmm. um, his love for me, his um, care for me, mm-hmm. his concern, and not not in a worrisome way, but like right, how right. he wants me to step into good things that yeah, yeah. he knows and I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, right. And so I think that is really um, shed light on that mm. relationship, yeah. that father daughter relationship that we have. Yes. And, and my kids teach me all kinds of things outside yeah. of that. Um, yeah. you know, that they're good teachers for, for lots yeah. of things. Um, oh, yeah. so I think it's been, um, it's been a cool thing to kind of, um, disciple them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a neat kind of sharpening that those discipleship um tools you know and 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 not using them in a bad way but using them on your kids you know Mm -hmm. using these tools Mm -hmm. that you have um to use them on your kids and 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 keep them fresh you know keep them fresh in your mind so I think that that has been kind of neat um yeah and that's the teacher in me, you know, yes, just yes. thinking through teaching my kids and yes. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different things. I mean, yeah. Cody and I are, um, you know, you think of God as being both grace and truth. And I think in our marriage relationship, as we parent, we mm-hmm. really bring both of those dynamics right. to our parenting. And that is... Um, it is crazy what God has taught me through that. I mean, mm-hmm. just even in things that I'm like, I don't know that I agree with how we did that. You know, you look hindsight and you're like, I'm not sure if we did that the right way. And it's like, we do that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just things like that, I think mm-hmm. um, those are the, those have been the easiest, um, the easiest things and, and teaching that, you know, lots of teaching, lots and yes. lots of teaching for yeah. sure. But so on the flip side of that, is there anything about motherhood that has made it harder for you to follow Jesus? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it's, and again, this is probably that one in me a little bit, but mm-hmm. being more aware of my own shortcomings yes. as a human has yeah. been, yeah. um, very, very challenging. And, mm-hmm. and specifically for me, I remember when the twins were born and they were these teeny, teeny, tiny little babies. Yeah, um, and I remember the anger mm-hmm. coming out of, no, it was like, why am I angry at these little baby okay. newborns? But I mean, I had never really experienced that in that consistent of a way. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, I think when they first get married, it's like, yeah, this is tough. And mm-hmm. that was not my story. You know, mm-hmm. Cody and I had a great time with each other, enjoyed each other, mm-hmm. you know, and then kids came along and I was like, mm-hmm. who am I? 
Like I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was just not recognizing that person. And I think coming face to face with that darkness inside of me. And to be honest, it has just followed me through this this journey. It's not like I have kicked it, you know, completely. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but I think that that gets in your head. You know, yeah. when you're trying to follow Jesus, when you're trying to um, emulate Christ to your children and you yeah. fly off the handle, right. at, you know, literally spilled milk or figuratively spilled milk, right? it is hard on your psyche. It is mm-hmm. hard to mm-hmm. kind of come back from that when mm-hmm. it's so consistent. Mm. Um, and that's kind of my go-to emotion is just anger, mm. frustration, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, that, that temper flares. Yeah. So I think that's been the hardest part because it just, when you have those things in your head and it, it it's different for everybody, you know, sure. whatever that, sure. that darkness is inside of you. And that's not my only darkness, by the way, but when you sure. have that thing that's talking to you all the time. Right. Man, it's really hard to step into, you know, spirit living. Yes. And say, no, that's that, I'm not going to listen to that. So it's, Mm -hmm. man, it's a constant retraining of your mind for Mm. sure. Mm. Um, But that's been the hardest for sure for me. Oh, thanks for sharing that. I, um, there's something so sanctifying. about marriage and children. And (laughs) so thank you for sharing the easy and the hard when it comes to just being, becoming more holy and more like Christ, because, um, God will use it all. He does use it all. And, uh, sometimes I think that we look past how much our family can just bring us closer to Jesus or push us further away. Right. Um, right. <laughs> both happen. Yep. So true. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's, in fact, we got a little bit out of order on the questions that I had emailed you earlier and I apologize for that. Let's kick it into a different direction a little bit. And just in general, when it comes to you using your gifts, using your talents, where have you seen courage help you to, you know, make sure that you're stewarding those things well? Because I see so many awesome things in you, Mike. I just look up to you so much in the way that you, you know, that you uh, have this ability to lead worship and to, um, to teach things to people in a way that they can understand it. And, and so just, just talk about how courage kind of helps you to steward those things and, and helps you to, to keep those gifts as, um, you know, using those gifts, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, uh, as you mentioned, yeah, I, I, uh, worship is one of those kind of high priority um, gifts, I guess you could say for me. Yeah. I um, I think it's a incredibly important. Um, and I'm talking here, I'm talking about corporately in yeah. a corporate worship setting. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, for me, I have tried to hold gift sets pretty openly. Mm. Um, 
And I will say some of them have not taken a whole lot of courage for me. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes courage um, for me to sometimes shut my mouth. Um, Mm. You know, when I, if I'm, if I'm leading something or teaching something, sometimes it's like, you know, maybe I shouldn't say that or I don't, I don't know. But Mm -hmm. um, I think one, one gift set that I have that, takes courage about every time I do it. And I know it's a, it's, I know it's a gift of mine and it's kind of like what we talked about walking through hard things with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not that ever, ever anybody enjoys confrontation at all, but there are right. times when um, telling the truth is extremely needed. And mm-hmm. um, about every time I'm walking with someone through a situation that's difficult and God is pressing me to say something more mm. cha- on the more challenging end. Yes. Um, you know, and this is within the context of relationship for the listeners. Yeah. Like I, I don't do this just r- with random people. Um, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yes. I think <laughs> that always takes some courage. It always yeah. takes like, like, I don't want to, right. um, upset this person or whatever. And I feel like that has really taken, taken some, um, some courage to step into those moments. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, sometimes it's just like a, a laser focus on what Jesus is asking me in those moments. Like I said, like Mm -hmm. the day at a time, you know, with good, where good news is concerned, it was like, you know, Kid, you, the kids needed help, right? Like yeah. you needed kids yeah. volunteers. And that was yeah. something that I felt very strongly about, mm-hmm. you know, them getting what they needed. So I wanted to step into that. Yeah. Um, worship was more of like, I feel like God has gifted me in that area. I, en- I enjoy doing it for his glory. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could add something. So I did it. Mm-hmm. There are gift sets that I feel like I have that God is really cultivating in me and pushing Mm. on me in. Mm. And some of that currently is, um, I'll just be very honest. It's, it's more evangelistic in nature. It's sharing faith with people who I have touch with Mm -hmm. who are, who do not know God. Um, and really that has taken a long time for me to get to a point where I have felt like I'm even willing mm. to take those steps. Um, mm-hmm. For so long, it's been, no, like, mm. I'm not ready for that. I don't mm. feel like I'm ready for that. Mm. And man, lots of conversations with Cody. He's extremely gifted in that area. Yeah. And um, and I feel like as a believer in Christ, I think that that's just something that pretty much everybody should be doing is sharing right. faith with people, yeah. which Um, you know, some part of me thinks we make it so much harder than it is, but I think for me, it's lots of conversations with people Mm. about those things. Mm -hmm. Um, lots of prayer, lots Mm. of prayer, Mm -hmm. praying into those situations. Um, and, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's like a, okay, we're just going to do it. Like we're just going to go do it. And that's, you know, sometimes it's 
we're going to go do it. And no, we're not going to go do it. I can't do it. You know? <laughs> and then sometimes it, sometimes you do, you do it yeah. and you yeah. step into it. I think the times that for me, it's like, I just got to get out of my own, my mm. own head and focus, yeah. on, focus on God, yes. really God providing that strength in those moments yes. um, of stepping into something that's unknown. Yeah. Or scary. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and I think that's that's kind of the crux of it too. Is this? Um, it's not even us doing it. Like I, um, right. gosh, I was listening to something, or maybe it's in a book I read. I, I don't know. I read and listen to lots of things, but <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, you know this <laughs> And she said that she or he, who knows again, um, they said, they said that when we are talking to someone about Christ, uh, um, there is the Holy spirit is just asking us to join the conversation. Like the Holy spirit is doing the work and we just get to partner with that. Mm, And when we do it perfectly, God gets the glory. When we don't do it perfectly, God is there to figure it out. Like he just wants us to try. And I say all that and I'm pointing fingers at myself going, Carrie, like remember <laughs> that, take that to heart. Cause I, I'm not, I'm not there yet either. I can relate to kind of the struggle and the, the insecurity of those steps towards really being bold, really being bold in faith. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's scary and I think that is and you're right like God provides yeah. that courage in different yep. ways and yeah. I love I love what you said about I think I think that's so true. He's already yeah. doing work. Mm-hmm. He's been yep. there before you. Yes. You know, and that's sometimes I've told myself that sometimes, you know, I know mm-hmm. that there's passages that talk about that, but it's yes. like okay God, I know you're already working on this person. That's why you won't let up about this person. Like you leave me alone. Right. And, um, I, you know, I know that in my head, it's more of just a, do I really trust him to, to do that work? Um, you know, and, and Cody says this too, and I think he's right. Like a lot of time, most of the time, you know, the, the response is very positive and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't mean they're going to start walking with Jesus right away, but most people aren't going to, you know, right. punch you because of it, but, right. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. still scary. It's that internal, it yeah. it's that, that fear is so powerful. Yeah. But, that, that unknown of what are they going to think? What yeah. are they going to think of me? Am I going to be rejected? Cause we don't want to be rejected, but we have to remember they're not rejecting us. They're rejecting right. God. And that's, right. that's hard though. That's really hard not yep. to make it personal because yep. Jesus is personal to us, you know, like yep. it is personal, um, to us as believers. Yep. So yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. We're going to ask one more question here to wrap up. And this is one of my favorite questions because I love practical things <laughs> that, like today or tomorrow. Someone could be like, I'm going to try that, or I'm going to do that. Um, and this can be a serious practice, a fun practice, but if there is like one or two things that help you to be courageous that someone could implement into their life, um, what would you encourage them to do? Gosh, that's such a good question. <laughs> so I, I'm big on 
inviting other people into it. Mm. So a lot of times, you know, fear loses power when you talk about it with somebody yes. else. Yeah. So and and it doesn't have to be like a large group. I'm talking about somebody, mm-hmm. maybe you know, a really close friend that you mm-hmm. trust with whatever it is you're going through. But mm-hmm. um, I think when you get it out, yeah, it loses a lot of power and yes. a lot of steam. Yes. Um, and it also provides accountability. They can say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you know how to go the other yeah. day, or you know whatever mm-hmm. it is you're." needing that courage for. Mm-hmm. Um, so like inviting other people in, yeah. um, the presence of people is just powerful. The presence of others. Yes. Um, and yes. I think it, it does a lot for, again, it does a lot for, for your mind, you mm-hmm. know, if you can have somebody in on, in on that. Yeah. Um, man, Love there that. are so many different things that give Love me that. courage. Um, I think this is maybe this is the same thing as inviting somebody else in, but like mentors, you know, mm-hmm. someone older than you, mm-hmm. um, ahead of you, and a few steps in life to process things with you. Um, yeah. That has been really helpful for me um, at yes. different points of my life. Yes. Um, I have a great mentor right now, and I just love her dearly. She, it's just invaluable um, yes. the information and advice that she provides. Um, another thing that I think helps me in a weird way, be mm-hmm. courageous. And it, it mainly, I think it's just cause it boosts my confidence and my mm-hmm. dopamine levels sure. <laughs> is working out really hard. Yeah. I no, mean, there's so much truth to that, Micah. Yes. yes. And I don't, I, uh, to be honest, I'm not one of those people that does it like every day I do it. I try to do it twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some days that I can't, but I work out hard twice a week. And I mean, it is just, and I highly encourage really loud music when you're you're working out with a great beat. Like there's something about that that just, it does. It it helps my mind kind Mm. of clear out clutter, refocus. And I know it's, you know, there's some obviously physical right scientific reasons yeah, <laughs> why yeah. that is but <laughs> yeah i mean right now i think those are the two things that are really life-giving in terms of stepping into yeah. things that god has for me is is inviting others in and mm. getting my heart rate up every week it. so those yeah. are so good those are so good i know i um have been doing some exercise in the morning and it's not super long, but it's like 30 minutes of yeah. hard, hard work. Yes. And afterwards, the lady on the screen always says like, how do you feel? You feel good? And I'm like, no, no, I don't feel good. <laughs> but <laughs> but give, give me five minutes and I feel so powerful. Like I yeah. could take on the world. There's yeah. something to that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> strong. It makes you feel strong. You know, it yeah. makes you, and maybe you need duped into it through the, <laughs> through it's not like I do, but um, yeah, it does something for your mind for sure. That's right. That's right. Well, Micah, thank you so much for being on the show. I just love you friend and you are invaluable to me, invaluable to God's kingdom. And I'm just excited to be on this journey with you. And I'm excited that others got to hear from you as well. So thank you again for being on the show. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Carrie. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know about you, but I think we all need a friend like Micah in our lives. What a powerhouse of a woman. She inspires me so much to gather my courage and to live the life that God is calling me to. And I'm so grateful that she came on the show today to share her story and her wisdom in this area. Thanks again for tuning in today. I hope that you'll consider sharing this with a friend and helping someone else to gather their courage. Don't forget to leave a review for the podcast and subscribe as well. And you can check me out on Facebook and Instagram at Gathered Courage Podcast, as well as sign up for my monthly newsletter on my website, www.carriejsmith.com. And that's K-E-R-R-Y. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next week. Bye.